0: fighting, fucking, crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, writing, thinking, scheming. This is the way. It's the way that.
1: And I'm Carly, and this is to Ellen back. back. Woo!
0: Wow. Um. Hi, Reese.
1: Hi, Carly. What is our show? Um. Our show is about recapping the L Word, a television program, one episode at a time, forever, forever and ever, for as long as we all shall live. Also, I would like to say before we get going, and Karen, don't cut this out, that I'm very sick right now, and so my voice is even more nasal than usual, and I'm sorry. And also, I just hope I don't sound like Bernie Sanders. I don't think you sound like Bernie Sanders. Thank you, Carly. That means a lot to me. This is the very, very last episode of season two. This is it.
0: We've been wow, what a journey we've been on. This has been this is your
1: second season, but this is just my the end of my first. How do you feel? Do you feel like you're like running across the finish line with like curtains blazing? Um, I do feel like I am on fire. Yeah, and I do feel like I've been running for a very
0: long time. Yeah. Um but I feel good at the same time
1: yeah this has been really fun yeah it's been really fun if you're used to television recapping podcasts you might think oh when are you going to come back with season three Uh, we're not taking a break we're not because that's just not how we operate no we're just gonna plow on through plow on through so we'll be back next week with a mailbag episode and the week after that we will be doing episode 301 Uh, so today's
0: episode is episode 213 lacuna
1: Mm.
0: it aired May 15th 2005 it was written and directed by Eileen Chagan.
1: She loves, she likes to begin and end seasons. She loves seasons.
0: That's pretty common with showrunners too. Yeah. Um, I've noticed. Uh, lacuna means an unfilled space or
1: gap. Wow. Interesting. That sounds like a random word that they just picked. It sounds like someone found out that that was a word. <laughs> and they're like, oh, and it starts lacuna. with, we can use this. That's the name of my favorite beach club, the Lacuna Beach Club. I think that's a different word. Oh, I don't know any beach clubs. Coming up on MTV's Lacuna Beach. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, that's what was happening. I was thinking of. Maybe Lacuna, Laguna Beach? La, yeah, Lacuna Beach is that MTV show. I'm like, you know that show with the, with the blonde children? Lacuna? Lacuna Beach? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, It's just us today. No special guests. Nope. Um, Just us. But uh, us. hopefully you're, you're not sick of us yet, so this will be really great.
1: It's going to be really great. It's
0: going to be a great episode.
1: I love this podcast. I love this podcast too. It's my favorite podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It might be my favorite podcast.
1: I like a lot of podcasts. Yeah, you do. I don't like a lot of
0: podcasts. I do like, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I I really like this one. Yeah. And I always listen to it in my car like I would listen to any other podcast on the day that
1: it comes out. I'm like, wow, everyone's so funny.
0: Like, this is hilarious. hilarious. Do you, when you listen to episodes back, do you find yourself in, like, when you're hearing what's happening in the conversation, do you, like, make the same joke yes and then you hear yourself make that joke yes i do that all the time it's so weird and it's so weird i even i even like say it in the same inflection mm-hmm. that i'm thinking i would have said it in
1: yeah every time i'm like oh i should have said and then i'm like I and then you do say, say it. it yeah it's really weird it's like a lot of like linguistic studies that sort of like the automatic like how you can yeah if you study how someone thinks you can do predictive text eventually My you God, know? it's like that black mirror yeah which is now google's trying to do that yeah it's it's scary, but anyway, scary. it it'll work. They're going to be able to. Because apparently, I have no, no nothing new. They're going to be know? able to trick you into thinking we I said don't have stuff, new jokes. and it'll
0: totally sound like yeah. something we would have said, and it will not have been said by us. Correct. That's why you should only get your news about recent Carly from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, don't go. There's plenty of sources out there talking about me and Carly, but don't listen to them. Don't this is to the them. only place for real information. Yeah.
0: Reese, are you ready to <laughs> recap the final episode of season I'm two? So ready. Well, I'm so
1: ready. I'm for this so to be excited. Over. <laughs> I'm oh, not ready God. for this to
0: be over because once this is over, then season three starts and yeah. season three is a hellscape. It is.
1: But <sighs> here we go. We open on Sunset Strip, the present day, present day. where Jenny is uh, performing at the... Coyote Club.
0: Coyote Club.
1: It's sort of a, it's like a little tiny film that kind of pieces together a lot of things that we hate. Yep. I was wondering if this is, did Mark edit this? Is this his new documentary? It kind of jumps all over the place. We see more of her charcoal drawings. Yes. Uh, We see the cheering man. We see, once again, just in case we forgot they happened, all of the carnival flashbacks. All of them. Just the highlights. It's like a highlight reel. It was like a weird montage highlight reel of
0: Jenny's, like, decline... Yeah. Into her trauma and yeah. the spiral that she's been on, which has been mostly due to Mark and his whole deal. Yeah. There's no music here, there's just some random sound effects. Yeah. And then it just ends and goes into the theme song. Yeah, it's it does. uh it's a very uh strange, I wanna say strange opening.
1: Yeah. Um we do get full frontal nudity. Once again. Once again. It looks
0: like all footage we've seen before. Yeah.
1: It does seem that this is like she's continuing to perform at this yes. at this club. Yes.
0: Then we go to our beautiful theme song. We should sure do. And then we're back outside the strip club.
1: Yeah. So Shane is waiting outside for Jenny, who now has a mohawk.
0: Yeah, I know. What was her <laughs> hair doing? It was like she like <laughs> she put like a Tweety Bird. Yeah, like you like sometimes like when you put like a sweatshirt on uh-huh. over your hair and your hair's already done, but then like yeah. it does a weird thing and you have to fix it, but like she didn't fix it. Yeah. That's my hair does that all the time. Yeah. When you have short hair, that stuff happens very frequently. Right. Um. So that's
1: and so we kind of she's little... also wearing like a Burberry scarf, which yeah. I was like. What? I mean, Why? you can get those at TJ Maxx for like $15. I know, but still, is, it was just a choice. <laughs> yeah, it was a choice. Um, Shane's wearing a little hat that we all had. So then, oh, yeah. So they're outside the club, and we kind of get a glimpse into like what Jenny's been dealing with, which is basically like she's doing this performing because she feels like she has control over when people see her body, and she st- starts when she wants to start, and she stops when she wants to stop. Which, it's her choice, mm-hmm. and she is in charge. Yeah. Um, which is surprising to me because her boss seemed kind of rough and tumble you know that she's that it really is entirely her choice but um I'm glad that she has autonomy in her job
0: yes uh, we'd love to see that
1: yeah and it sounds so basically it seems like what happened with Mark and with her writing, like, triggered some memories that she had forgotten. Mm-hmm. And her and Shane talked a little bit about trauma. And Shane says that she does remember the things that happened to her as a kid. And Jenny's like, I don't remember everything. And I'm trying to remember. And I can't tell the difference between things that happened and things that I think happened.
0: Yeah, she's saying that her memory is getting kind of blurry over time. And she's questioning what is true and what is not.
1: Yeah. And Shane says, like, you don't have to go through this alone. And Jenny's like, yeah, but I want to go through it alone. Uh, and she seems uh, very unhappy. She seems very, very
0: unhappy. And they do—they do share a very kind of sweet moment, though. They do. For a second, I was like, "Are they going to make out?"
1: <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, they share a very sweet moment, and it's nice that she's able to talk to Shane a little bit. Yeah. And it's also just really shitty that she's going through all this PTSD yeah. and everything. And she sort of suggests, like, maybe Shane doesn't trust people as an adult
0: mm-hmm.
1: because she says, "Adult." Because of things that happened to her as a kid. And Shane's like, I don't know. Shane's never really been into psychoanalyzing herself. Shane, Shane is not one to spend time thinking about this or processing things. No, she's not. I can relate to that. And then Shane's like, let's go home. And she's like, no, well, I'm going to take the bus. Um, she could walk. <laughs> Sorry. But from where she lives in West Hollywood to Sunset Strip, I feel like it would be faster to walk than to take the bus. I think so, too. So... Fact check. I walk up there whenever I have to go up to that neighborhood. I walk because yeah. I don't want to have to park. No, I don't know. I guess it's like then she gets to sit on the bus, look out the window. But also who's like, I don't want to ride. I want. OK, I
0: don't know. This doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. No. So then it's the mm. next morning. Bet and Tina are going to the
1: doctor. Uh huh. And, and they're both wearing a lot of orange. <laughs> There's a lot of like orange, brownish, just earth, just a lot of earth tones. Burnt, burnt sienna burnt in sienna is definitely yeah. the color that I would
0: describe. Both of them. Tina is still in sort of a le- uh-huh. more than one poncho, possibly. Yeah. More why? than one blanket poncho. And
1: still, why? Is this a... Co- I, I don't know. I've seen pregnant women before. I've seen them. Mm-hmm. I've never seen them in a blanket with a hole cut out at the top. Neither have I. Which means whatever Tina was trying to make happen here did not happen. Exactly. She was probably never able to sell these designs to the hot new baby store in Los Feliz. Ah, uh, you're right. You know, that's what it was. Well, they're in West Hollywood. So the idea of going to Los Feliz is probably
0: mm. agonizing. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, they could take the bus. Well, they could. <laughs> With Jenny.
0: <laughs> With Jenny. Um, so they get out of the car and they're about to go into the doctor's office when fucking
1: Helena pulls, pulls up. Pulls up. In the parking garage. Yes. So she had to get a ticket. Yeah. To enter this space. Yes, yeah, she sure did. And she's like, Tina, I need you to have lunch with me and Mummy today. And, and Ben, well, ben uh, and Tina's, Tina's faces are great. They're yeah. just like,
0: what in the ever-loving fuck is going on with yeah. you? You know what
1: this is, though, Reese? What, what is it, Carly?
0: It's a top up It's a
1: top up So last we left these two controlling women behind, we were at a what-what. Uh, the score was bet seven. Yeah. Helena four. Bet has a commanding lead coming into the she finale. She sure does. And she is coming into the finale wearing again two shades of orange, one at on top, time, one yes. on bottom. Simultaneous. And, and I believe, is Helena wearing a white suit or something?
0: Yes. Helena is wearing a white suit and I do not like the, the construction of the blazer. I don't no. like it at all.
1: However, another note about this particular scene is that oh this God. is yet another scene that we performed for our little Elward videos. Wow. I don't remember this one. Yeah. Remember? remember well we all the thing that they say at the end you might remember i think i was tina you must have, you were Bet. havlin was that, that was helena cuz she could do accents yeah that sounds like the three of us yeah <laughs> and and i remember i had like a little like scarf on that was supposed to be that was <laughs> the, supposed to be the, the poncho. poncho yeah um oh my god yeah so She is like, are you just following us around? And she's like, no, James told me that you were here. And she's like, James wouldn't do that. He would never. And then then she's like, Helena kind of implies that she threatened him. With his job. Right.
0: So she's doing great. Helena's doing great. She's definitely not unhinged at all in this scene. It's
1: super important for you to come to lunch with me, Tina. And then Tina's like, I remember doing this line because I remember when we recorded it, I was like, why don't you ask one of your other girlfriends? (laughs) (laughs) That does sound familiar. You know? Yeah.
0: Then she like follows, them. she gets yeah. out of her car and starts following them. <laughs> and I'm like
1: watching this and haven't seen this scene in such a long
0: time. Yeah. And I was just like flabbergasted. She
1: says that Tina's the only girl who can hold her own with Peggy, even though we've never seen her communicate with Peggy. Never at all. once. No. Yeah. And if anyone,
0: she should bring Bet. Yeah. Has <laughs> she tried
1: Has she tried to have like Lee or anyone else hold their own with Peggy? I know. I, I Or the surveillance photographer from yeah, last week. I know. Probably the surveillance photographer crumbled under the pressure. <laughs> So as they're about to walk in to the hospital, she's like, well, I'll make sure they take good care of you in there.
0: And then gestures to a sign that says that the the natal wing of the hospital was donated by the Peabody.
1: family. Yeah. And when we filmed this, that is when I was like, did you find us that unit? And Haviland was like, I financed, I financed the hell out, out of that, that unit.
0: unit. Yeah. <laughs> you remember. Of course. That's a classic line. Yeah. I actually thought- made up. <laughs> I. Honestly, at this point in history, I had thought that that was just a line from the show. I thought so, too. And <laughs> I was looking forward to us getting to whatever episode that was. No, was no, that's the thing talent. we made up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm learning so much that About I already us. knew that yeah. I had forgotten. Is
1: this the Peabody unit? It's the Peabody unit. Did Helena. you finance this unit? I financed the hell out of this unit. So, yeah, they're going to go into the Peabody unit and check in on Little Baby Pickle. So, okay, Helena is crazy in this yes. scene and is clearly unraveling. Yeah.
0: And I think that definitely a point is awarded to bet. Oh, absolutely. Um, Bet calls Helena tedious at yes. one point, which is an excellent word to describe her. So I think at this point, our score is now eight to four. It is
1: eight to four. So bet is doubling what Helena has earned thus far. And also like she, Helena does not get what she wants and Ooh, not Bette at all does she- not give up any ground
0: none whatsoever and tina doesn't either and mm-hmm. i'm just very proud yeah tina's really standing girls. up for herself um, now that she
1: has a tiny creature sucking out her life through her stomach exactly then we go to the mean streets of los angeles why California. is Tina always working out <laughs> in the middle of the street has no one told her about in gyms gyms sidewalks mm-hmm. parks but they're, those aren't as fun to film probably i guess
0: Actually, but, I think what is happening here, which we don't realize until the camera flips around at the end of the scene, is that yeah. it's the one of the cul-de-sacs that dead ends at Runyon.
1: Oh, yeah. I think
0: that's where they are. Yeah. And so they were just like boxing and waiting for Alice to bring boxing Well I don't think they this were waiting
1: for Alice. I think that was No, a she surprise. just showed up. Yeah. yeah. First of all, so her trainer um, is played by the same woman who will appear again in season five as someone's inmate in prison. I won't say who to give it away. And also the reason that she's involved in this at all is because she was Eileen Chaikin's personal trainer. (gasps)
0: Gasp.
1: Yeah. So Dana's like, I'm tired. Can I just be a bad tennis player? And a second-rate lesbian. And a second-rate (laughs) lesbian. No, she's a second-rate tennis player. Who's famous for being a lesbian.
0: And that's so cute. I know. I would love to be a second-rate lesbian. Yeah. That would be great.
1: I think I already am a second-rate lesbian. I'm definitely...
0: at least third grade.
1: Third grade or third grade, depending on whether you're listening to Schumer or Pelosi. <laughs> and so then Alice arrives. They're both wearing Free City t-shirts, so good that's good brand representation. Great brand and great marketing. Alice noticed that Dana left her. This is like, I'm bringing Lex's lunch, you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is
0: totally I'm bringing Rex's lunch. Oh, my God. Good call.
1: And, like, she shows up with Dana's boxing gloves, like, I saw you left these and now I I'm thought, bringing them. I thought you
0: might need them. What? Did she she's... tell you she needed them?
1: Yeah. Leave Ooh. her alone. She's this training. Is upsetting.
0: And then she's like, hey, um, you didn't say goodbye to me this morning. Oh God, and Dana's it's like, so but painful. you knew that I was going to go train. Yeah. Ooh, and she's like, well, you could have, like, woken me up. I've been married for, like, over a decade. Yeah. So when I just have to leave in the morning, I just fucking leave in the morning. Yeah. Because...
1: This is crazy, basically. This, this is, is crazy. This, this is, is crazy. like, if something... First of all, nothing bad has happened yet in their relationship. Right. Like, Dana hasn't exhibited any interest in leaving it. She hasn't said correct or done anything differently. So, like, this is all just coming from... Purely from Alice's brain and her own insecurities yeah. and
0: issues and things that are, like, getting conjured up.
1: Yeah, it's painful. It's like... And I feel like I've been in these situations before when I was younger... Um, mm-hmm. But usually there was a little bit more to, to make either one of us insecure about yeah. than this. Like this yeah, is yeah, yeah. really and not like that was a mature time or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. no. you know, this is this is really out of line. And then she's like, oh, well, I'll see you at the planet later. And Dana's like, why? And she's like, oh, I mean, I'm going to get you a smoothie and I'll wait for you. I know. It's so it's not. This
0: isn't good. No, I don't like the direction. So 2005,
1: this was 2019 and she got her a smoothie and waited for her. By the time she got there, her fucking cardboard straw would would have have melted melted and she would not be able to drink her smoothie anymore. She also
0: would have gotten her green juice. Thank you.
1: Yes. And uh, she is like,
0: give me a kiss. And then she makes Dana like jog all the way back to her car to give her a kiss. It's It's so so awful.
1: And then Dana's like, she really loves me, you know. And is like, oh, is that what that is? Yikes. 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 Yikes on bikes. Yikes on bikes.
0: Oi. So then Bet and Tina have brought their birthing tank home.
1: What uh, a sentence classic, I love to say. The classic moment in every lesbian couple's life cycle is when they bring home the birthing tank. And Bet makes a
0: joke about hating being a lesbian because I guess she needs Amanda.
1: I don't even think it needs to be assembled. It's one tank. It's a tank. You just have to take it out, it's out it's the a box. I think there's it. some assembly. I mean, where's the well, water come from? No, of
0: course. But like, it's so not like, like you have to like, a furniture. kiddie pool. I know. Why didn't she just get to her
1: Okay, bed. here's another thing, though. First of all, um, lesbians are much better at this shit than men. 100%. Because lesbians are trying so hard to prove that they are better than this exactly. shit. And men also, they're nicer. And there's nothing a of lesbian loves more than strolling in with their Home Depot apron and putting together furniture for a woman who's like, I can't do it. It's true. And not even just a bunch, like my roommate, Erin, she's the most, she's a, hand, she's she's a bunch, handy, she's not, but she's, she's lesbian. She's the handiest person I've ever known. I think I'm
0: handy and then frequently find out mm. while in an attempt to be handy yeah. that I am far less handy than I think, but I do enjoy hanging out at Home Depot, just right. looking at looking at stuff.
1: Not a big fan, especially since I had a house for a while and I was always having to go to Home oh, Depot yeah, and do yeah, things yeah. and like, ugh, here I am doing things. I never uh, wanted to do yeah. things. So and then Tina's like, Well, I know some lesbians that are really good at putting things together. <laughs> I didn't know what she was getting at, did I you? didn't Either.
0: I was like, Oh, like Shane? Like I was, I was, like, I was like, 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 is Shane good at assembling? I was things? like, like
1: the dykes Dana? on bikes, <laughs> like who uh, the bushes who rode up into the sunset.
0: Are you talking about lesbians who are private detectives? Are you talking about my put roommate put the case Aaron? Together?
1: My roommate Erin, she's gay and she's like really good with tools. She's probably talking about Erin. I didn't
0: know what she was talking about. And then Bette is like, Oh, oh are you, you referring to the carpenter? <laughs> and I was like, Oh, we're doing that thing where we're joking. Yeah. I mean, they're both more good natured about it than I would have
1: been. <laughs> I just. Well, also, she said, I know some lesbians, plural, and there's just one. There's just the one carpenter. they just the one carpenter. Anyway, they should. Honestly, just go get I don't Shane think you and need Mark a carpenter to, help them. to
0: plug a hose into a tub, but yeah. sure, guys, whatever. Like, just
1: get, like, Alice and Kit could do that in five minutes. It's not Seriously. hard.
0: Any Anyone on the show, probably said, except for Jenny. For
1: Jenny and Helena yeah. that would both
0: be useless. And apparently, I bet Carmen, that, could, Carmen could definitely handle it. Carmen
1: could do this in a, Carmen it. would just have under it under a minute. This. Yeah. She would have already been done in the time yeah. they were talking about this. Yeah. She's very capable. And then she's like, I'm going to do it out of pride. Okay. Which is funny. Loud and proud. A and then there's a bunch of exposition And about then they do the a little, look who's coming to the funeral.
0: Yeah, look who's coming to lots the funeral. Lots of
1: and then Tina says she wants to give birth at home. And Beth's like, oh, do you want to? In your condo? <laughs> <laughs> I love how much everyone hates the condo. Uh, so, really? Oh, my God. You want to give birth on a carpet? And then Tina's
0: like, <laughs> 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 and then, and then Tina's like. No, I want to like move back in here and have a home together, and it's a very, very sweet moment. They're getting back together. Gross.
1: And so they're both of their eyes are tearing up, and I have noted here that Beth's boobs look great. Mm. Excellent. Great. So then we go to lunch at a fancy restaurant.
0: So Helena storms into a restaurant, a fancy restaurant, fancy. with her crazy eyes and her gross white blazer. <laughs>
1: And who is there but Peggy Peabody? A I mean, million presents, like Christmas like, morning, like a, like
0: an ostentatiously obnoxious stack of yeah presents. Yeah, like they went to Toys R Us and on and went, just bought everything. Fuck wild, and it's just stacked up around the table. I'm like, yeah, we, there's nowhere else rich. to put that, huh? You had to put that at the table. Yeah, they do. It's tacky. like a, it's like Chuck E. Cheese is in folk. there. Oh, yeah. Tacky exclamation point.
1: And who else is there but uh, Winnie? Winnie Man. Winnie Man. Winnie. Winnie Man. Played by Melissa Leo. Um, I have a question. Yes. Why does Helena have a British accent and Peggy doesn't? I don't have an answer to that question. Okay. That's a good question.
0: This scene, um, I loved it. This is a wonderful scene it's because fantastic. anything with Holland Taylor is wonderful. Yeah. Also, she looks incredible. She looks amazing. And Helena is just such a brat this episode. So yeah. It's so delightful to watch Winnie and Peggy gang up on her. Yes. Um, and even the kids start to up on her. She's yeah. like, she's like, I didn't think they were going to be here or whatever. And they're like, don't you want to see us, mommy? Wait, why does one of the kids have a British accent? Did <laughs> I just make that up? I think maybe. Okay, never mind. Uh,
1: and Peggy's like, I hear that things are getting ugly between you and I won't have it because everything, it. everything you do reflects on me. And she's like, after Vladimir, mommy, I didn't really think the standard was all that high. And she's like, his name was Dragomir. Which is way better than Vladimir. <laughs> yeah, it's like a good drag king
0: name. Uh, so good honestly Uh, would love just a holland taylor spinoff as peggy peabody oh my
1: god amazing and then she gets that sick burn about the psychiatrist yeah she's like save the petulant child shit for your psychiatrist the one that you have now not the one who's suing you yeah and then winnie winnie winnie's face
0: she like (sighs) nearly bursts out laughing and right in front of her she has to like cover her mouth
1: Uh uh-huh so i guess that psychiatrist from the first scene is suing helena
0: yeah and, um, and so Peggy decides mm-hmm. that she will not stand for these shenanigans. She will not, and she will not have her grandbabies in anything other than the yeah. finest of everything. Yes. And so she is giving Winnie the place in Gramercy Park.
1: Yeah, the co-op.
0: The co-op. Yes, and Helena is very upset.
1: Yeah, she's so upset. She orders a Bloody Mary with an extra shot. <laughs> wow, and I would have had the Bellini personally. Yeah, I know. She's More like, get a, a Bellini. Whenever I'm I think of Bellini. Bellini's, I think about the Olive Garden.
0: Oh, uh, I know. But I've had the Bellini's there and they're basically just
1: all sugar. Yeah, I mean, I used to work there.
0: I know. I just want everyone to know that I've also been <laughs> to an Olive Garden.
1: A lot of Olive <sighs> Garden. We've all been to the Olive Garden.
0: But I've been to them like recently.
1: Okay. I believe you.
0: I was recently at a Cheesecake Factory, and I that know. was a real treat.
1: Yeah, it is It, it is a real treat. It was. <laughs> oh, I was huh.
0: I was like, I got some good news, and then Robin was like, "You, I want to take you to dinner. You can go anywhere in Los Angeles yeah. tonight, and I immediately blurted out Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. Like, I, it just came out of my mouth.
1: Did you go to the Grove?
0: Yeah, we did. Good. It was good. nice.
1: Love the Grove. Love a nice fountain. Love a fountain. Love a fountain.
0: Love an love outdoor a little, mall.
1: Love those carts with little candies. Oh, beautiful. You know? I love a ki- I love, a, I love kiosk. a kiosk. I love a kiosk. Then we go back to Bettina's, where Jennifer Beals is looking at pictures of her father. These are actual pictures these of Ossie Davis.
0: actual photos of Ossie Davis. She starts crying, and Tina's comforting her. And then we go into this kind of like beautiful photo montage memorial to Ossie Davis, which is incredible. Right.
1: And there, it's Hallelu- they're playing Hallelujah by Tracy Chapman, I think. I just think so. I said look up, but I didn't. But here is a thing. So these are all actual pictures of Ossie Davis. There's a picture of him and his wife in there. They photoshopped a white woman. Yes. I found the photo. I found the original photo. Oh my God. They photoshopped a white woman over his, over Ossie will Davis's life. Put the photo side yes. by side in the post. Yes. Oh my I God. certainly will. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you Jesus can tell but it's Christ. like, it's a,
1: it's an old black and white photo. So photoshopping it without making it obvious would be very easy. Yeah. And it's very poorly done. It's very poorly done. Yeah. So it's, it's sweet and it's also, but it's also tonally very off from the rest of the program. This like photo montage. Yeah. There's like, it's like just full screen photos and like dissolves. Yeah. It's Um, like, it's like a screensaver.
0: It's totally. Yeah. Um, And then from there we go to the funeral at the planet, (laughs) at the planet. Really? You didn't get, you guys wanted to have it there and not at like a funeral kit. It's Kit's planet. I know, but I, I get, I mean, I guess that's, more impact
1: oh, no. and more, more I mean they're missing a whole day they, are, they probably could have sold like 10,000 million dollars of pa- pear <laughs> to tarts there's a gospel choir there's the entire cast and then Mark filming the oh, ceremony and his, his cosplay Mark with his like solemn death face on I wanted to fucking like kick him just in the like, ball so he fell he over the counter here? and then espresso shots just poured out of the espresso machine and just right into his eyeballs and his whole face oh. lit on fire
0: that's what I wanted you know I was really hoping that um somehow
1: like the camera would just explode like while he was
0: like looking through through the viewfinder area and it would just like blow his face off
1: yeah that would have been great they're already having a funeral so what's two let's add another one yeah burn it burn him up throw him
0: in the ocean yeah the entire cast is there those two Franklin and Leo from Beth's job are there Kit's and son. Kit's son has come into town for this. And then also glorious is there.
1: <laughs> so, also glorious Steinem. Also
0: glorious Steinem oh, is there. And she's oh, like... That's... She goes up to bed and introduces herself and is just like, I'm Gloria.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it's... This is... It's like they just decided... Fuck, fuck this Melvin bullshit. We're doing an Ossie Davis funeral. So it's like... Because obviously, like, Gloria and Ossie knew each other and right. had done something together. But, like, what was Melvin's job? He was a professor or something?
0: I don't remember.
1: I don't think he was friends
0: with Gloria Steinem. And I don't think that someone that was that close with Gloria Steinem, where she'd fly in for a funeral... Well, it would I guess be she's that in homophobic. Town. Yeah, it would be that homophobic. I guess she's in town for the concert, but... Oh, still. right. I
1: just don't think she he would
0: be that close to someone who...
1: You know who else I don't think he was close to? Who? betty what the fuck is betty why is there? betty there oh my god this the rest of this this is why you don't have a funeral at a uh, restaurant yeah because <laughs> you're just gonna get Betty can just walk bands. in <laughs> the house band will show up oh they're like hey we didn't know we were coming in for some tarts there's there's a picture of melvin and bill clinton So random. Like, this is so bananas. Then there's also a weird part where they're showing people's hands. Like, they're showing everyone's hands. And I took a screenshot of this because I'm very confused about it. I don't, I can't figure out whose hands they are. And I wanted to investigate further. Mm. But this one person who has really long nails and then one short nail. Oh, whoa. Isn't that weird? (laughs) I don't know who it is. It looks like it could be Bet. It looks like they have a ring on, but they look white. Is it Gloria Steinem's hands? No. They're holding... I don't know. Anyway, I'll I'll post this and you guys can this tell me whose hands you think those are. <coughs> um, oh, they're probably Jules' hands. Jules' <laughs> hands are mine. They're small. The cast looks bored. The cast looks bored. It's not like they're trying to look solemn or anything. They've all just completely... It looks like they're all on like horse like, tranquilizers. <laughs> a lot of ambient.
0: Yeah. Then yeah. we see... So here's where I start to feel less angry at Alice because here is where Dina goes up to Lara and just starts openly flirting with her and she instigates it Mm -hmm. and Alice is watching it happen. So this is where like Alice's like fears and Mm -hmm. insecurities come like collide with like real life evidence. Mm -hmm. And you know, if you're a person in that situation in your brain, you're just like, I knew it. I knew it. And then it just makes everything
1: even worse. worse. Yeah. Dana's like, You look like your catering's great. You look good doing it. And Lara tells her how cute she is. And like and yeah. she's like, Are we
0: doing this? And she's like, We're not doing this.
1: I I mean they need to talk about it. Like yeah. Dallas and Dana need to talk about it because obviously like Dana and Lara never had a chance to be together mm-hmm. because they broke up before they got started. So that it was never closed. You right. Know? There's like
0: nowhere near closure on that yeah. whole situation. And they clearly they have great chemistry. Yeah. They're so into each other. Yeah. <sighs> so Alice sort of watches this all happen, and then Dana walks over to Alice, and Alice asks Dana to move in with her. because Which she is, is just B-A-N-A-N. having a meltdown. Wow. Three people
1: are act- actually <laughs> melting down right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Helena, Jenny, Yeah, Alice. Gloria Steinem. <laughs> Gloria Steinem is doing great. Yeah, she's, she's cool <laughs> as a cucumber. And uh, Dana's like, "Are why would we do, Like, are you having doubts about us? Like, why would you? Why? Why yeah. should we move in?" She's like, "Well,
0: well, you and Tanya moved in together like immediately." And Dana's like, "Yeah, and that was horrible." Yeah, that
1: was a really bad idea. Yeah, Alice, this is a really, this is really bad. This, like, is, this very, is a very bad idea. Very bad idea. She's basically Alice is just trying to like. Here, prove that you are in this for real by doing taking this By doing step. these like
0: very dramatic things, specifically this thing. Yeah. I'm
1: surprised she didn't just propose
0: to her in the middle of the funeral. Right. Jesus. Oh my God. <sighs> so then.
1: Franklin fires bet Fra-
0: Franklin <laughs> and Leo are there because sure. Yeah. And then she's like, I'll be in on Monday. And he's like. Leo, uh, Leo needs to go. Leo excuses himself, and Franklin is like the board's not is buying out your contract. Yeah, and Leo's done a great job in your absence. So, so yeah. So they're
1: firing a queer woman of color and replacing her with a straight white cis guy, and they're letting her know at her father's funeral. Her yes. father, who's Ossie Davis. Yeah, She's the hero. child of Ossie of legendary Ossie Davis. They are firing, and before the retrospective of Ellen Barnes. Our Greatest Living Artist. Our Greatest Living Artist, Alan Barnes. Yeah. The the exhibition is going to suck. The CAC is over. The CAC is canceled. The CAC is a joke. The CAC is a joke. It no is one canceled. go there.
0: Hashtag cancel the CAC. CAC cancel the CAC. And then, yeah, and she calls him a class act, and then she walks off. And then, truly an two bizarre scenes. The oh, first wait, but one first, is...
1: First is, uh, is, is that iconic line when they were like, what would you like to do or something? And she's like, I'll tell you what I'd like to do next. Oh, oh he's like, he's like, you can- <laughs> he's like, you can figure out what you want to do next. And she's like, I'll tell you what I'd like to do next. I'd like to fucking murder somebody. You maybe? Or your friend, Helena Peabody. So then she threatens him, which is what he deserves. And then we have, and then we have, the the next, the rest of this scene, I, it, w- it was physically painful to witness. Everything that comes next is in horrible. The, in the planet
0: is terrible first Oof. one of the most bizarre things i've ever seen the lady from betty that previously told bet that, that she, she was meat tagged she's my favorite member of betty mine too <laughs> yeah um she gets the best lines yeah um she comes up to mark and asks him to film their concert tonight with Hart and kinney star hosted by gloria steinem we'll Miss get to foundation. that in in a, in a minute
1: so they hadn't already hired a videographer. So they had
0: not hired a videographer and they're going to ask this one straight white man with one camera yeah. last minute and he says, of course, I will do it in exchange for one ticket to the event. And I'm like, well, you have to be
1: at the event. You're filming You're it. working.
0: Yeah. So who's that ticket for?
1: Right. Also, then wasn't he in the audience at the event? I don't remember. Maybe he got Gomi to film. Maybe. Um, There's plenty of lesbians with cameras in LA and they should be hiring, hiring a, a woman. Um, they could hire Bet.
0: She's unemployed. This is where I normally would go into a very long rant about yeah. people not valuing their time and their work adequately yeah. and how that affects the rest of the creative mm-hmm. community. But it's Mark and I hate him, so yeah. who cares? But this scene was truly bizarre. And I also don't recall even seeing him at the concert later. So I, I don't do. know why they had... Oh, he was there? Okay. But like, wh- what? Like, it's, it's a big, big charity event at the Wiltern like yeah. you'd have more than just this asshole with one camera yeah you
1: would need because also you'd have
0: like a crew and yeah you would have planned plan to, this week they'd probably advance.
1: already be there setting they're up
0: absolutely would have been there already yeah because they, so. they would have had
1: to participate and figure out the lighting it's a huge stage like show. what are they filming it for are they making a dvd you can't sending do it to just camera Ugh, yeah so
0: annoying okay so annoying so and I, we go from that bat shit
1: scene to oh my good oh lord and heaven God. kill me oh uh, kill me on a table Stick a knife in my fucking throat. If you were wondering, you know what I
0: would love to know is oh like my God. I'd love to see a scene where no. Gloria Steinem, Betty, and the entire cast of the L Word talk about feminism and lesbianism. You're in luck because that's what's about to happen.
1: If you'd like to begin with Elizabeth Ziff saying, "To Gloria, I've been trying to get you to sleep with me for years." Good news. That's how the scene starts. That's how the scene begins. Downhill from there. Then they say, you know, not every feminist is a lesbian. It's the women who live with men who hate men the most. Da da, da 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 Uh, okay. And then they say that Shane's
0: not a feminist because she likes sleeping with women. Yeah. Which she, is insane.
1: Yeah. That, I'm like, what? What this logic is this? This is like this? second wave. Like, you can't, find women attractive and want to fuck them and and, like, and also be a feminist? quote unquote objectify them and be a feminist? Like you this can only insane. be a feminist if you don't want to have sex with women and don't want to sexually engage with women? So like women? a lesbian can't be a feminist? Like What? Nothing about what? this makes sense. And then Jenny's like another misconception is that if you're a lesbian you're automatically a feminist. Why? why what, what is this? Talk what about Ossie Davis. What the
0: fuck is happening? First of all this a, is disrespectful to Ossie Davis. This is disrespectful
1: to Ossie Davis. <laughs> he would be rolling over in his grave and coming out and being like I, this is highly inappropriate. This is my funeral. Get some cheese, put it on a cracker, mm-hmm. get a tart. They're free today. They're usually $2.5 billion each, but I, it's from my estate. Oh, yeah. Isn't Beck going to, like, inherit someone from his estate? Is that ever dealt with on the show? No, but that oh. would really help her out next I know. season.
0: I mean, hello. She's got fired.
1: Um, so this scene is horrible. <laughs> yeah, I wrote my notes in all caps right after I wrote. Alice, like l- talking about how she likes the penis. So again, it's like gen- essentialism <sighs> about bodies and yes. like all men have penises. just a nightmare. This conversation makes me want to die. Is my note. And I stand by that I wrote. It's all very tedious exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> yeah. And it also made me want. It sure is.
0: So then we go to the will turn. Yeah, which is a theater in L.A. where concerts happen a lot. Tonight we'll be
1: hosting a foundation, a benefit for the Ms. Foundation. The
0: Miz Foundation which
1: is a foundation fr- for feminists.
0: Yes. Friend of the pod, Carmen Rios is at Ms. as well. She's yeah. a digital editor. Sure is. So this was a really great tie in for us.
1: <laughs> sure was. <laughs> Many yeah. years later. Shane opens the door for Carmen. She's also wearing orange pants
0: and a gush shirt.
1: Yeah. Shane gush third appearance of the gush shirt for Shane. She, Carmen's wearing orange pants. Carmen is wearing orange pants. And a yes. small jacket. Yes. In, um, into the theater. Yes. So now the
0: cast is arriving at the theater. We cast went the to the funeral, and now they go in. And so first we see
1: Helena and Lee having Kobe Smulders a really intimate, special Helena Peabody conversation. It starts with them
0: just making out
1: up against mm. a wall at a
0: theater for a feminism
1: conference and <laughs>
0: feminism benefit,
1: and yeah. then you ever get a girl pregnant? Classic pickup line. Wow. Lee, she has not. She just makes those mobiles for imaginary babies. That's probably why she's making mobiles that would kill a baby. Because she doesn't have no. She doesn't have babies. a baby. So then Helena tells her
0: she would look amazing pregnant.
1: And that maybe they should have a baby together.
0: Helena has officially lost her mind in this episode. <sighs> um, then Bette shows up in an adorably cute velvet blazer. Yes. And once again, we are blessed with a top off. So, Bette blames Helena for getting her fired and is like, did you even really care about Tina because this affects her as well? And she's like, um, excuse me, under no circumstances did I have anything to do with this, even though we know she did. Yeah. Um, and then our favorite person, Peggy Peabody, shows Peggy Peabody, up.
1: Peggy Peabody, the best character on the show. Oh, Peggy Peabody, we love you so much. I want to be us. your wife. Honest, and again, Helen Taylor looks amazing. Looks great. Gorgeous. This is like you know people are like you get old and wrinkles and they're bad like i think that this is a very good illustration of when wrinkles are hot oh my god she, she looks, looks great radiant radiant i love her lip gloss oh, i love she, her eyeballs everything. Her everything i love it best, best love eyeballs it. in the biz best eyeballs in the biz sarah um, paulson and holland are so cute oh they are so cute we love them so much so then um this is lovely then <laughs> what ensues is just lovely i loved it I loved it. Did you like it? I love. I loved it. <laughs> Did you like it? I liked it, and I
0: loved it. Both of <laughs> those L words.
1: Yeah, love and like. I loved it. I liked it. Uh, Peggy realizes that Bet and Helena have been speaking about the same she's, Tina.
0: She's like, "Wait, you you had a Tina recently? <laughs> Is it the same <laughs> Tina? Te- whatever it, you it had." The same,
1: it, oh, <laughs> and then and then she looks and she looks and she goes, "Oh dear." <laughs> Oh, man. And then she starts talking about like the chart, but for Surrealists. Yeah. Which was
0: wild. Yeah. Because I... just like, where is she
1: going with this? It's incredible. But you trust her. You trust her because
0: she's Peggy Peabody and you know you're in good hands. And when
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know she's ushering you gently into an amazing story. And indeed she is. At the end, she says that at least these Surrealists who are all fucking each other and had all this drums were writing fabulous, tortured, sick love poems to one another. Because all that fucking without art is really rather dreary. It is rather dreary. But it does seem as though no art has come from this particular arrangement. Because Tina, I mean, Tina made some shells. Pasted some Only shells. shell art has come out of this Only situation. shell art has come out of this situation.
0: <laughs> um, the, but you have to watch this scene and mm. just watch Helena in this scene. Because mm. once Peggy shows up, she... Crosses her arm, she <laughs> folds her arms across her chest and just pouts like a petulant <laughs> child the entire time. It is incredible. Bet wins.
1: I think Bet
0: I give her two points. This is uh-huh. so good because it's not only Bet, it's Peggy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that, she gets beat by her mom and Bet as a double team.
0: It's like she never would have seen that coming mm-hmm. months ago. Score is now 10 4. 10 4. Bet.
1: Ten four, got, got it. Ten four. Ten four. The score is ten four. Ten four. Get it? Got it. Okay. Then Carmen comes over.
0: Yes. Uh,
1: Carmen comes to grab Bet. She's like Tina peed in her pants, and she's like Tina's in the bathroom, the bathroom's flooded. Tina
0: peed in her pants. <laughs> and then we cut to the floor of the bathroom, It's yeah. Just like a
1: puddle of <laughs> like a PA just like <laughs> spilled a little spilled bit of their the smart bowl. water. <laughs> yeah. Yes yeah and, and then she's like oh my water Avion. broke yeah i only my is water, why, why water breaks it's filtered water <laughs> they come in
0: with a brita pitcher yeah they come with a brita pitcher yeah
1: oh man you know that eileen has a brita water bottle i was sent two free brita water bottles by the brita what? company when i tweeted
0: about how excited i was about my brita pitcher
1: nice
0: i'm an adult who's <laughs> doing great yeah so bet pulls out her flip phone is like we gotta go. We gotta home. go. We gotta do this water birth. We gotta get home for the for a little baby pickle.
1: Then we go to the concert foundation. Gloria. The concert t- foundation. The concert foundation. <laughs> concert foundation. A new li- line of liquid makeup from Ms. <laughs> Light enough that people still consider you a feminist, even though you're wearing makeup, which is but you so can't tell that
0: you're wearing it, which makes it okay.
1: Patriarchal. Uh Gloria talks about their terrible President George W. Bush and I'm like woman you ain't seen nothing yet. It was so weird for yeah. to be
0: watching this and she's like you know right now there's a guy in the White House who blah 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 and says all these terrible things about W. You know that guy that's best friends with Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> and you know that war criminal. <laughs> you know that war criminal everyone's that's,
1: favorite friendly war criminal George <laughs> around with that gay palling talk around. show host. it's great. She's talking about him but it could just be Trump. So Shane asks um, Carmen to come over for a little bit.
0: Yeah. For a little bit after the show.
1: Okay. A little bit.
0: A little bit. And uh, then Jenny starts having carnival flashbacks.
1: Yeah. Someone's doing spoken word poetry. Oh yeah. I think that's Kenny star. Oh, thanks. Kenny.
0: And that was Kenny star because then Betty plays and then Hart plays. And mm-hmm. I know all three of them were on the billboard.
1: I like Kenny stars music.
0: Yeah. I didn't, I was hoping there would be Kenny star music. Yeah. And not Jenny flashbacks. Jenny. Fa- Carnival flashbacks, but it's cool. Um, and then Betty takes the stage, our favorite Whoa, band. Betty,
1: meh. oh, this is when Alice asks Dana why it's too fast to move in. Yeah, and
0: Dana is like, "The me going to dinner with Laura made you crazy." Yeah, and she said you Alice freaked freaked does me out. not
1: react very well to that, no. as it turns out, because.
0: Uh, but also,
1: I think that I don't know. Neither of them, again, neither of them are talking about it. Like, no. if Dana felt freaked out by that, she should have said so. Right. Like it's not it's not good for her to like just carry that.
0: No. And Alice clearly saw them flirting. Yeah. Like now it's 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 gone. It's now it's like proven her point. Like yeah. watching that happen has not helped the situation. Right. I mean, also Dana doing that is not to help, help the situation because yeah. Dana's clearly still into Lara and
1: isn't Do you think the, being I've, honest about it? I mean, we know what's gonna happen next. Mm-hmm and so will everyone else pretty soon, like next week, so. Right. Then Heart shows up. I love Heart. I love
0: Heart. I love Heart so much.
1: I love the the song All I Want to Do is Make Love to You. All their songs are great, but that was the first song I ever memorized. Really? Yeah, and uh, there's a Jezzel article, I think, that dissects, or maybe a hairpin article that dissects the lyrics of that song, which I remember as a child, I thought, this is weird, but maybe I just don't get it. It's grown-up stuff, and then I know I'm a grown-up, but I'm like, no, that was, A really weird narrative in their song. I'll have to go read that. Like where she like gets picked up on the side of the road. She picks up a man on the side of the road in the rain. (gasps) And then like later runs into him and she's had a baby that's his baby. It's really weird. Interesting passage of time there. Anyway, they're going to play crazy. They play
0: crazy on you. Yeah. Which makes makes sense because of... Allison, Helena and mm. Jenny and everything that is happening to all of them. It sure is. So everyone has like ticketed seats that are further back in the room and they're all sitting, but Jenny is, and then no one is sitting near each other in front of the stage. Yeah, she's in the dancing, mosh pit. In, a, in a like general admission pit area. And yeah, no yeah. one is sitting together. Right. What happened here? <laughs>
1: Do they not have the one? You would think Dana would have like really good seats for starters. And you would think Jenny would have the worst seats cuz she's the poorest. <laughs> she's also dressed like a Grecian <laughs> urn. She- <laughs> she's having <laughs> I wrote she's Jenny is having- house playing is a
0: ode <laughs> on o- 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 on a Grecian urn.
1: <laughs> I wrote Jenny is having a great/weird slash time. <laughs> That's a great way to describe what's you happening. Know? Like she's she's having a great time but like she's obviously on a journey with this song she's
0: on a real journey
1: she's dancing and dancing
0: and then starts to kind of like look distressed uh-huh. um we quickly cut to bet and tina's where tina is very distressed I wrote, tina is unhappy she she is in the midst of her home birth and mm-hmm. is screaming a lot yeah. Um, and Bet's like, okay, you need to get in the pool of water.
1: Yeah. Get in the kiddie pool. Get in the kiddie we pool. got my little dike duck in there. Yeah, a little duck in there. Time to splish, splash, splash, splish, splash, splash. Um, I'm taking a bath with a the baby.
0: We go back to the concert. Um, and I guess the concert has ended and everyone's like walking down the stairs and Alice and Dana start having a, a fight in the stairwell and have to like yeah. exit into a corner of the stairwell. Look, we've all been in this situation. <laughs> yeah.
1: We've all been trying all been to been
0: leave in, a venue from a show yeah. and started in the middle of a fight. fight.
1: Yeah, and you can't walk off dramatically because you might genuinely lose each other in the crowd. It's it's tough.
0: And Alice is
1: like, I don't want to be a
0: codependent. I don't want to smother you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Dana is like,
1: Dana seems completely checked out of yeah. the relationship already. Yeah. Like she just wants the argument to be over. Well, I'm.
0: At this point, I wrote, they should probably break up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Alice says she doesn't want to be like the guy with the mouse. She's talking about like Lenny and of Mice and Men who like petted his mouse all the time until it died.
0: (laughs) That's a great metaphor, Alice. (laughs)
1: Yeah, and she's, I think Alice has never felt this strongly about someone before. And so she has so much more in the line than she's used to. And so even if she wasn't like a jealous person before, now she's like, I'm becoming that because I've never cared this much about holding on to someone and Mm -hmm. probably felt like someone was so slipping out of her grasp. Yeah. And the
0: more she tries to hold on to her, the more she slips out of her grasp. So it's just perpetuating the entire situation.
1: Bettina's. Tina's Tina's in the tank. In the dunk tank. Tina's in the dunk tank. She's doing a dunk tank for charity. Dunk tank. And Bett feels something. Don't remember what it was though. That's been weird for Laurel Hellman to pretend to have a baby like right before she was yeah. going to actually yeah what if she actually
0: had oh my baby god that would have been so scene? good if they
1: waited for her actual water to break and then they were like all right we're filming you know oh my god. they could have filmed actual birth. oh so insane
0: so we go to carmen and shane yeah who are at shane and jenny's house and they're drinking wine and carmen's like i'm
1: gonna leave <laughs> and she's like i'm gonna go bye yeah. it's like that it's like merit weaver's um oscar or I Emmy mean acceptance speech, yes when she's like Ooh, i gotta go bye <laughs> it's great
0: and Shane does not want her to go. Mm-hmm. And then they finally make out.
1: Fucking, fucking, fucking. And then the music Shane, gets Shane, so Shane, stupid. Shane, Carmen 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 Carmen, 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 Carmen. Shane, Shane,
0: Shane. And the Carmen line is set in Shane's voice, and the Shane line is set in Carmen's really? voice. And it's so it's just so, oh, that's stupid. so sad. But then they, they they just like make out from the front porch into the house. They're passionate. Past Jenny's desk. Mm. they Lo- young lovers right around love. a
1: wall that's covered in Jenny's Lust. Holocaust paper dolls. <laughs> yeah. They, they really hook up they really are playing fast and loose with the wall art and I'm a little worried about it. Yeah. But they're all fired up from that heart concert. Fired up, you ready, know. Ready, just wet from and that, ready to roll. From that Betty
0: performance. Oof, yeah. They finally wind up in Shane's room and then we cut to Tina back in the tank but the baby is now in distress.
1: Yeah, now it's a shark tank. And so... <laughs> There's a shark in the water in the oh birthing tank. God. She's like, ugh, this is why. she's like. I finally let Mark put together the tank and he put a shark in it. You and know? And, and the so shark was supposed to kill Mark, but it didn't. Oh. So now they have to go to the hospitals. Shit. Yeah.
0: If only Mark
1: had gotten into the tank. They must go to hospital. So
0: they have to go to the hospital. Tina does not want to go to the mm-hmm. hospital
1: because this is not her
0: plan, but they have to go. They have to go. So they have to go.
1: That's the business of being born, ladies and gentlemen. Indeed. And otherwise identified people. Then
0: we cut back to Shane and Carmen fucking, which is Reese's favorite song.
1: Yeah, my favorite song. <laughs> I wrote to my favorite song, Shane and Carmen fucking. Uh, Charmin are fucking to their... the no, I, no, then they don't... They have new music at this point. No, I
0: know. I'm saying the scene. No, we just cut to them fucking. But that's oh, right. also the name of your favorite song. Right. It was not the track. Yeah, but they start playing... The new, I think
1: they start playing Kenny Star, don't they? Probably. They have full sex. They have full sex full sex full service has been provided
0: and shane tells carmen that she loves her yeah which
1: really already oh no and shane's <laughs> like
0: i don't do relationships because i will immediately be in love with you that's like, the secret do they, reason why do she they, can't does do she it. know her
1: do they even know each other they don't oh man um yikes then we cut to oh, jenny oh no
0: Walking around this is, LA. This is so
1: hard because it's like the the actual topic of this, like repressed sexual trauma, yes, and PTSD, and like you know mental illness and self harm is like very serious serious stuff. Yes, it is. um And a lot of us have had experiences with that ourselves, and a lot of our listeners have. But also, the way that it's all done is so annoying it's, that it's hard to it's hard to like like I want ugh, to be able it's to. It's hard like. give it the 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 reverence it deserves yeah but it's also like i can't not laugh because this is so ridiculous the way it's handled so we get on the bus jenny gets on the bus and who is on the bus but jenny young jenny little tiny jenny is on the bus who believe so this is obviously So this is a
0: time travel bus
1: i i was (laughs) waiting for it to be like where jenny was seeing her younger self in like another a person who A real person who wasn't hurt yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. who was gonna be like stop petting my pigtails oh that would have been
0: so great if that had happened
1: jenny loves public transportation
0: yeah she's really pro
1: bus in this episode uh bet and tina are taking an ambulance to the hospital what is happening that's gonna be an eight thousand dollar ride that sucks (laughs) bet could have driven isn't david a doctor kit's son
0: oh shit isn't he a gynecologist well, well, Carmen came up to Kit and David and she was like, hey, yeah. Beth wants me to know that she's leaving because Tina's having her baby. And he's like, we don't need to leave now. They've got
1: hours. Yeah, which is... Yeah. But they could have called him at that point. I guess they have a lot of money. I would have been like, we need to call David to see if we need an ambulance. No, I think in that case,
0: I would not have worried about David at all. Yeah. No, I would have just been like, we have a doctor because it's the same OBGYN mm. delivers the baby that we've seen previously. Right. Like, we have a doctor, we have a hospital, we're going... Best, I don't know that they needed to take an ambulance. The
1: best part of them being in the ambulance is that Bet tells the ambulance to hurry up. <laughs> like, Bet it's an ambulance. It's going as fast as it can. If
0: there's anyone that can hurry up... It's an ambulance. And they're already doing the hurrying that is most acceptable to uh-huh. them. Yeah. And most The available. sirens
1: are blaring. The IVs are in. You know, Bet just needs
0: to boss someone around. Yeah. You know? So then we cut to the Hospital
1: where Tina is losing her shit. Apparently, eventually, she will lose her shit because you shit when you have a baby. Apparently, did you know that? I did know that. I learned that a few years ago, and I also learned that
0: a few years ago, and it also blew my mind. (laughs)
1: Because that's not, you don't see that. You don't see that. That's not on TV. TV. No
0: one talks about that. No one
1: pulls out a baby covered in shit. (laughs) So, Tina's losing her metaphorical shit at this point, and she is, she apologizes for something. She's like, I'm sorry. I know what she's apologizing for—the ponchos. Oh, I bet it's the ponchos. Um, yelling at all what, everyone in her condo complex like, about
0: having sex. Because like, what Beth doesn't know is that Tina bought fifteen identical mm-hmm. ponchos, and that when she moves back into the house, she's yeah. gonna need a poncho closet. Yeah, she's gonna need her own closet—a closet, like a closet her for her blankets and flowy garbs—and yeah. and, and, and Bette doesn't yeah. know that yet. And yeah, they're gonna have to go to the Container Store
1: and figure out some solutions. They're gonna need some some solutions. <laughs> and then Tina says she wants to name the baby Angelica. Yes. And when I was watching this yesterday, this is the moment where I realized <laughs> I have been calling Tina's hypothetical baby Little Baby Pickle since season one because I was thinking about it was started with a joke about pregnancy food cravings of which pickles are one. Yes. What I did not realize until yesterday when I viewed this episode is that Angelica Pickles is the name of a character on The Rugrats.
0: Sure is. I also had not put this together. You had Until, it? until you texted me. Because after- Karen
1: had. Lauren, Lauren said she had put it together already.
0: She didn't tell either of us.
1: Anyway, God, I'm so clever. <laughs> you are so wow. clever. <laughs> if only this Angelica was also going to be Jewish, you know. Uh, if only. So little baby Angelica Pickle is born. Is born. Tiny little baby born. Then we cut to Jenny. Oh boy. In a
0: bathtub, is this Jenny's water birth?
1: I don't uh, know. <laughs> I was like, is this some sort of like yeah metaphor? Jenny's no, didn't even know it's she was not. pregnant. <laughs> Uh, she's putting a lot of water on her face, so obviously her mascara is waterproof. <laughs> I,
0: wrote, I wrote this this morning and yes. already forgot what I wrote.
1: Maybe the water birth was the friends we made along the <laughs> way. <laughs> yes. Um, Crazy. You're, you're great. Ugh. So then uh, we find out that Jenny is a cutter. Yes, she takes out a
0: compact from the medicine cabinet and it has a razor blade yeah. chilling inside of it.
1: And Shane, so as as soon as you see that, you know what's... You know what's coming. What's coming. Uh, I
0: guess content warning for... No, you've you've already seen the episode. Yeah. Are you watching it while we talk? Don't do that.
1: Shane is in the hallway on the phone. Um, She's going to go to the hospital to see the baby. But then she hears Jenny crying. And she opens the door and finds... Jenny, like, bleeding. Jenny bleeding. And she she puts towels on it. I... Shane's a really good friend. Shane is a really, really good this friend. This reminded me of, you know, two months ago when you came over and I was having a mental breakdown, you know? Wasn't that fun? It was really fun,
0: right? I mean, it was just like an excuse for us all to hang out. It was. It was a <laughs> great excuse for
1: us all to hang out. So anyway, this is
0: totally realistic. And then, you know, Shane comforts Jenny. Jenny admits that she needs help. And yeah. then Shane tells Jenny that Tina had a baby girl and she's like laughing and crying and... I just want to say that both of them are really good actors.
1: Yeah, they are. They really, really, really good acting. And also, I like. And and Jenny was like, "I need help." Yeah. I don't know. I I've had breakdowns like this before, as aforementioned, recently, and um, I relate to that that sort of like self um, awareness and self humor that you can also have about like, yeah, mm-hmm. looks like I need help. Huh? Yeah. Exactly. And Shane's like, yeah, you do. And yep. she's like, yeah, I should get help. And they're it's like, like, and she's yes. like, okay, but I can pull my shit together and go see this tiny pickle. Yeah. You know? Um, And so it's very moving and it looks like Jenny's really reached a point where she is going to get some professional help, which is good. Which is great. Yeah. I only wish the rest of the cast could get some professional (laughs) help.
0: The episode ends with us in the hospital room passing around a Cabbage Patch Kid. Everyone's there except... Tina, who's in recovery from yeah, her. It's rude that they're all having a party without Tina. Yeah. She's the one that did all the work. But
1: whatever. Helena's not there.
0: Helena's not there because she is of, has officially been destroyed in the top off. Final score, 10-4. Mm-hmm.
1: Bet over Helena. And Kit says a line that I always have remembered, which is, Angelica, you're going to have a very interesting life because we are some very interesting people.
0: What a way to end a season.
1: <laughs> what a way to end a season. Death, birth mental Self-harm. despair <laughs> Kenny Starr Gloria Steinem Betty Betty. Elizabeth Siff telling Gloria Steinem I've been trying to get you to sleep with me for years that was
0: in that's a thing, thing that she said out loud episode. to a person yeah another person
1: and that is the end that's the end of season two now that we the come Ellen. to the end of season two <laughs> We have a little special thing for you if you live in New York City and want to see Carly's film or any other film. Yeah, so here's what's up. We have a special treat
0: for y'all from NewFest, New York's LGBTQ Film Festival. Uh, it's taking place October 23rd through the 29th in New York City. Um, the biggest, funnest part of it is that my Carly short film, Misdirection is, is playing. Film, I mean, there's lots of other great things playing. And
1: here. it has two actors in it who have been on this program. It's true. Jasmine Savoy Brown and Vico Ortiz are in the film. So um,
0: my film is playing on Friday the 25th as part of My Girl Friday, which is a slate of films for and about women and non-binary folks. Um, And it's also playing again on the 26th and it's in another shorts block. So um, the big treat here is that you can get four dollars off tickets, go to newfest.org, go to get tickets for My Girl Friday, and use the code NFCP19, mm-hmm. you'll get $4 off tickets.
1: $4, and then you can put that $4 in your piggy bank to save up to get a purple into Tart.
0: You're going to need a lot of $4 increments to get New that purple into Tart. Um, thank you, New Fest. We love New Fest. Um, do. And even if you don't see my film, New Fest is an amazing festival. You should go check it out. There's a lot mm-hmm. of really great stuff playing. Yeah. So,
1: Carly. Reese. Did you like this episode? I don't know. I don't know that I did. I I loved the Peggy Peabody bits. Oh, my God.
0: Loved them. Loved them. If she was in maybe, like, one more scene, it yeah. could have made this episode great. Mm-hmm. And it could have, like, pulled it out of whatever yeah. rut it was in. But so much time was devoted to performances and yeah. Gloria Steinem and stuff that, like, doesn't have any bearing on the characters or the series or the stories that were trying to wrap up here yeah they
1: were like shoehorning a lot of weird unrelated things into this episode like obviously as you know we love Ossie Davis and he's incredible but it's kind of it's it was an interesting choice to kind of like I don't think they would have done it how they did it if he was alive so yeah it was kind of like tonally it was a little weird it was a little weird because they kind of had they kind of turned the funeral for, for Melvin into a funeral for Ossie Davis Um, Gloria Steinem I think had more dialogue in this episode than Kit. I think And Kit's father
0: died. Kit's father died. And her son showed up who she has a complicated relationship with.
1: Yeah that was nice when they were like he was there that he was there for her. Yeah. Because he hasn't been there. Yeah it would have been really nice if we could have I don't know had a scene about that. Right. Yeah it felt like I don't think they wanted to do too much like love and romance stuff at the funeral because they didn't want to disrespect Ossie Davis. But it would have been a great time for like you know, Ivan to come back. But exes do come to funerals. I think. Well,
0: this is why you shouldn't have a
1: funeral at the the planet. planet. I know. I I was surprised there weren't like lesbians outside. Like, Hey, Hey, we're having a study group. We're supposed to come in here. Uh, I have a lunch meeting with Penny Marshall. I'm trying to get my film financed. Uh, It's Burr Connor here. I'm looking for Burr Connor. So it had a good, it had some good, (laughs) hot milk for Tim. It had some good things. It had, um, it, well, had it had Peggy Sh- Peabody. Charm- Peggy Peabody. It has Charmin sex. Um, Their chemistry together is very, very hot. Very hot. Yeah, I know that Sarah no Shahi is heterosexual, that. but like I her- don't know that I believe that entirely. Well, she's she's <laughs> so she was so in tune with Shane and also with um, in person of interest with uh, oh my god with a shot should with we Amy. just do a
0: person of interest <laughs>
1: podcast next god everyone would be so bored
0: <laughs> then there's like a computer and then there's yeah, like another the computer guy from lost the, is like... the lost guy is like saying something yeah. and then there's like a dog and then there's like another computer Yeah, and then like for a second Sarah Shah he's on a motorcycle
1: Yeah. <laughs> so things that have changed since my original viewing of this mm. is when I originally saw it I was here for the not all lesbians are feminists and not all feminists are lesbians conversation because I was still like a total dumb shit <laughs> I was like, good point, Jenny. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Probably. But it's also, uh, I I was always like a a very like, I'm a feminist in like high school and college. And like, I would have friends that'd be like, well, I'm not a feminist. And I'd be like, well... Okay. Like I don't know why you're telling me those.
1: I think by this point, because I remember in college that's when I met Natalie and she was like very much like I'm a feminist. And I was like, oh okay, I can be a feminist too. We're all feminists now. And then I also learned I also learned a lot about like in school about yeah. stuff that made me a feminist. So I don't know if I was here for that conversation or not. I think that I think the Alice and Dana stuff
0: is interesting yeah. in retrospect because I feel like probably at the time I was like, Alice is acting crazy. Yeah. But like in this episode, she has a reason to be acting crazy. Right. And I feel like it I probably wasn't caring about that when I watched it with my young, naive eyes. Yeah. It
1: has the impact of when you actually look back at your own like if you've been cheated on by somebody and mm-hmm. like you had conversations that were similar to this where you left feeling like, oh man, I was crazy and that wasn't correct. And then you found out later that like that you were right. You were a hundred percent right. The whole time. So it's like I think watching this I am feeling that for Alice like because she's right. Mm -hmm. And I I, I know it's a spoiler but also it's like literally the next episode. So I I think it's fine.
0: I I wouldn't say that necessarily like Dana's like gaslighting her. No. But I think it's more that like Dana herself has not allowed herself to truly admit that like oh I'm clearly still into Lara and want to explore that and like Things with Alice are great, but this is, like, kind of a mess.
1: Yeah, she's and she's so conflict avoidant. Like, she exactly. has not walked into any... Con- like, she does not like to talk about stuff at, oh, all, no, ever. at all, ever. So, of course, she's not talking about it, which exactly. is how I read this. wasn't like It's not like Dana's trying to get away with it. Exactly. It's like Dana just, just doesn't like, want to no, talk about it. There is it.
0: not even a thing to talk about. Yeah, And also, I'm not moving in with you right now because I think uh, things are so cool like this. Right. I don't want to, like, mess it up. Yeah. Like... <sighs> uh, Anyway, um, that is the end of season two. That's the
1: end of season two. We
0: will be back next week with a mailbag episode, which will then be followed by the beginning of season three.
1: Yes. So get your mailbags, get your bags into the voice box.
0: Yeah. So here's what's up. Get into our boxes. You can get in touch with us in a number of ways. Number one, our hotline. The number is Uh 971-217-6130. You can leave a message we can play it on the show, we can. you can ask questions, you can tell us your L word origin story, you can talk about why a parapolenta tart should not cost 2.7 million dollars, whatever yeah. you feel. Um, we're also on Twitter and Instagram at 2 l and you can hit us up there and tell us anything you'd like. Yeah. Um, but be nice. And also we have an email 2 Backcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So if you have any questions or comments for us, let us know. Because we're going to do this mailbag episode very soon. And so we want to have all the all the questions and things ready to go.
1: We've also gotten some
0: great art. We've gotten some great art. We've gotten some absolutely beautiful Helena we Peabody oil painting challenge yeah. art. And we're going to talk about that in the mailbag episode. Yeah, we are.
1: Because this is really like, I think we're providing a forum for queer people to like express themselves. Which is beautiful. And that's so beautiful. important. It's
0: really important. Art is so important. Art
1: is so important. Like I love the arts and I think it's really good for children and for adults. Unlike for animals, you know? and Like for the ocean, like shell art? Yeah, for the ocean. When I wrote Holland, the, the post about Holland Taylor and Sarah Paulson dating, mm-hmm. I said, I think the headline was like, Holland Taylor is dating Sarah Paulson and hopefully writing tortured, sick love poems to one another or something like that. I do think that is exactly the title of that post. God, I'm so clever. <sighs>
0: Reese, this has been really fun yeah. doing this.
1: This has been really fun. I um, really, This has been like a really weird mostly bad time in my life and this podcast though has been something that i have enjoyed every single minute of me too and i love our listeners and when they comment I on know. instagram it makes me so happy and when they're into it and everyone's when they're excited about a certain guest and like yeah it's really great you guys are really great and i'm i'm this is like it's just been completely joyful honestly there's been nothing bad about doing no, this. no this has been
0: really fun it's been really um, fun. and i'm so excited that i've gotten to be a part of it and yeah me too um yeah I think we're going to have, you know, season three, we're going to have more guests. We're going to have more fun stuff Mm -hmm. happening, more. We might even have a a live taping. We might have a live taping.
1: Nothing to announce yet, but. Nothing to announce announce yet, but it's. It's. uh, Could very well happen. You know? One, two, three. Lip gloss. Lonely. (laughs) (laughs) Lonely, lonely. That is me. Our
0: theme song is by B. Steadwell.
1: Our logo is designed
0: by Kara Seitz. And this episode was produced, mixed, and edited by the one and only Lauren Karen Klein. Who
1: is also packing up and shipping out all of your To Ellen Back stickers as we speak. Hell yeah, she is. She's a very hard worker. Everyone tweet at her and say that you love her. Yeah, and we appreciate her hard work and we appreciate you. We appreciate you listening
0: to us every week and please come back for more. There will be no more Mark. Oh my God, that's right. He's gone. Okay, we will also be holding a Viking funeral.
1: (laughs) Just kidding. Like an actual murder. Yeah. We're just going to murder. We're going to... There will be something about Mark. Look out for that. Yeah. Get your sunglasses on. We might be spreading some ashes and it's very windy. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye.
0: Laughing, moving, fisting, fighting, fucking, crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, writing, thinking, scheming. This is the way, it's the way that-